Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Who's off to see our Kells in June? Uh, Julie Duncan was text number nine. Julie Duncan of the Duncan Donuts family. <laughs> right. Send us a box. There. We could use a box. Yes, we'll take a box, especially because it's uh, yesterday was Punchki Day. So right. if you got any of those kind of cream-filled uh, donuts, we'll take a box of those bad mm-hmm. boys. They're a tasty treat. All right. Well, that's uh, that's uh, Julie's June twenty first um, day scheduled. She'll be at the Bud Stage, Arkells, and this afternoon, Doug Elliott will set somebody up for the June twenty second show. Uh, first day of summer, I think it is. Too. Is it really? Hmm. Hmm. Feels like today could be the first day of summer. <laughs> it certainly feels spring like. Yeah. It not does. lasting long. Next week doesn't look great, but of we'll course take not. It. My buddy's going away, so it'll probably <laughs> snow like they got in Cape Breton. <laughs> Like six feet of it. Have you seen some it's of the insane. pictures from that? It's insane. Whew. I would just drown myself in the ocean. Like there's people standing under drifts yeah. of snow. It's crazy, and they're supposed to get more this week. Wow. Yeah, the the uh, plows guys being interviewed saying they had not been to their own homes for three and four days because they were just out plowing roads and trying to ca- stay on top of it. One guy's like, I don't even know if my house exists anymore. The roof might have caved in. So someone posted a picture um, of like a parking lot, and you just see a couple of little bumps, mm. and those are the cars. Like, you can't even tell. Yeah, and, there, you know, it's, it's crazy because uh, in the East Coast, with the ocean and everything, uh, a lot of times they just get kind of a slushy winter, mm. but it's really strange. It's just the whole thing is strange this year. The fact that we have zero snow and they got all of that, it's uh, it's crazy. Anyhow, hopefully they'll uh, dig their way out of it. They're East Coasters. They're good. A lot of, a lot of the complaints that were, they just couldn't get to the beer store. <laughs> One guy said, well, that's so typical of us uh, Cape Britainers. We, uh, we always, uh, we don't stock up enough. We're not ready. As Mr. T said, you got to be prepared for anything, fool. Dial a bottle is going to take a little while this weekend. Yeah, oh, yeah. That'll be surge pricing, I would think. Um, all the problems of the world must have been solved because scientists are now working on changing the color of blue cheese. And they figured out that they can be with different fungus strains. They can make like red cheese or green cheese or right. purple cheese. All the, the colors. Cheese rainbow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Are they changing the taste of the cheese at all? I don't know. Asking for a friend? I, it would probably still have that blue cheese because it's, it's still a fungus. It's, it's still a, a mold, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I know you don't. Yeah. My, my grandfather used to go to this uh, butcher and he'd uh, go into the cheese section and he'd say, I need the bluest cheese you've got. And they'd take oh, them in really? the back and they cut them off a hunk. You couldn't see white. It was all just blue. I mean, I, I've had it. It's, it's okay. Um, I, I prefer ranch when I'm having, when dipping with my wings. Oh, you mean the dressing? Yeah. But, well, just, but, and, and I've had, oh yeah, they, they used to have, um, the place in Ajax that had like a blue cheese burger. Oh really? And it, it would put like a slab of it on top oh, wow. there. Uh, and I mean, it, 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 it's really good. A lot of people do blue cheese with steak too, right? And it's right. crumble on top and yeah, yeah it, it's not my preferred, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, we do like a blue cheese, uh, steak salad thing that's, uh, that's uh, quite good. So yeah, there you go. Next time you're at your, uh, your cheese shop, ask them if they got any red cheese. Um, NASA found an Earth-like planet that's just 137 light years away from us. Not far at all. A hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. Anyone there? I don't know if they figured that out yet. Earth-like. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just the, uh, it, it's got the same 
sustainability, yeah. water and air and all of that, and a sun and a moon. Uh, we could help solve global warming by installing a huge umbrella in space. <laughs> Sounds like something Trump would have dreamt of. making that? A team of scientists hope to launch a sun shield prototype soon. All right. Just but it, who's knitting that together? Somebody with uh, little hands, <laughs> big needles. <laughs> Just don't open it inside. No, that's a lot of bad yeah. luck. And good luck. You know how people struggle closing a regular umbrella? Can you imagine at night when we got to bring it inside? It's like your outdoor cushions. You say, oh, I don't want to bring the umbrella in. Oh, man. Oh, here we go. Although I guess because it's always sunny somewhere around the world, okay. we can leave the umbrella out. Whose job is it to shake that out? <laughs> and um, listening to music might keep your brain sharp, your mind sharp. When it comes to the Alzheimer's, stop picking your nose. It, it could cause Alzheimer's. How deep are you going <laughs> if you're causing a brain injury? Ramming my whole fist up there. <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, that you can get ba- yeah, bacteria on your fingers, and if you're up there shoving your fingers up your nose, that bacteria can get into your brain. But on the positive side, Viagra might lower your risk of Alzheimer's. <laughs> so you can get your boner and remember why you have it. So hand me the blue pills and keep your finger out your nose. I uh, I got me one of them electric toothbrushes, the Oral B. Ah, right, yeah. And uh, and I just uh, started using it uh, yesterday. Now I had gone to the dentist a, a while back, and I hear the same story every time. You know, you don't floss enough. You got to floss, and of course your gums at the back of your mouth because I still have all my wisdom teeth, so it's a real stretch to get back there. And I know I've got a big mouth, but you gotta you gotta really get back there. Even the dental hygienist seems to struggle uh, with it. So. I had been told a few times you should get one of these things, but of course, cheap Craigie never goes out and spends the money on himself. So Maria went out and saw one on sale and got it for me. So okay, so I put this bad boy in my mouth last night, and I thought it was going to knock me out, <laughs> hammering up against the top of my mouth, and <laughs> and it's got the the two speeds on it, and uh, it felt like I was spitting chiclets after. Oh, looked like I had been stabbed in the face. Well, I I'm on my second version of the electric toothbrush. Uh, I went through the, the, the Philips one, the Sonicare, and what then I'm on the Oral-B now. What did you do to it? I just wore it out, basically. You wore it well, out? I've had it for years. Oh, okay. Um, like the battery just Yeah, stopped. but, okay. well, not only that, I think on the, the Philips one, it, it, the little tip part breaks, mm. uh, in, internally, um, and it's part, partially because I was, probably using it wrong like when you have these things right. you're supposed to literally just lay it over the tooth and leave it there uh, like just barely moving it back and for forth seconds yeah. for a few seconds at a time and uh and i have seen or at least the hygienist has told me over the last couple of years of using it that there's been a big improvement because oh, that's good you know me i've had that conversation with the hygienist that don't even bring up the flossing mm-hmm. stuff because it's my habits routines i'm not changing all of this now but I think the improvement comes just mainly by the fact that I never brushed for two minutes before. Oh, it seems like hours. <laughs> like <laughs> these things, they have a, a setting. It was basically you turn it on. Yeah. If you don't have not used one. They they go for thirty seconds, and you're supposed to do a quarter of your mouth on that, and then it 
beeps or buzzes and you switch and you do that four times for the two minute stretch but there's no way and even now like sometimes i don't travel with it Mm. i'll I'll just take a regular toothbrush and like i know i'm brushing for like 20 seconds like basically rubbing it around the gums and off you go i felt like i had to get up at midnight to to start this process And it just, yeah, I mean, it's just tooth by tooth, and I'm not hitting the the 32nd mark properly. And then I I don't know if I've even lasted the full two minutes because I just give up. (laughs) And then I I, at one point, this because I've used it only twice. I used it yesterday afternoon, and I tried it this morning, and I think I'm bailing on the morning routine. (laughs) I mean, normally I only brush my teeth twice a week anyhow. Friday nights, in case I'm getting some loving, and Sundays before I come in here. <laughs> so I, I feel like twice a week is, uh, this is going to be a huge step up for me. But uh, I think I'll just use this bad boy midday, because I like to do a, a brush around the middle of the afternoon. You should give one back to Maria. Let her use it for a while. She realized that two minutes is really a long time. <laughs> See? <laughs> well, she has See how long own. it is the last two minutes? That's right. It's not easy going nonstop. <laughs> I gotta use the toothbrush like I do that. Slow it down for a minute. Slow it down. Back off. Move it around a little bit. So yeah, it supposedly whitens and gets rid of plaque. And but the other thing I noticed too is you, so you wet the little tip, the little round uh, brush, and then you put a little dab of toothpaste on. And this even seemed like kind of odd to me because I usually dump like a, a brick worth of toothpaste onto my toothbrush. <laughs> I'm just foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog. And, uh, and so, uh, and then I put it in my mouth, I hit the on button, and I think the toothpaste just fell down to the bottom of my mouth. So oh. now, cause I opened my mouth at one point and I just saw a big gob of, uh, of toothpaste. I'm like, well, this isn't even rubbing toothpaste anywhere. So you know, for me, nothing's easy. No, <laughs> you have some learning to do. I gotta, I gotta read the manual. <laughs> Mind you, I get, I, I find that once it's actually like really spinning and brushing mm. and rubbing around, the toothpaste does really foam up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'm doing something wrong. I think I chipped a tooth. <laughs> I think I've taken a taken an injury. Much just like the sex injury. I was going to say, just don't turn that toothbrush into a sex injury. <laughs> Long well, buzzing thing. Funny enough, in the manual, it says, meant for oral mouth only. And I thought, I'll bet you. I'll bet you any money some dude has turned that on and shoved it somewhere other than his mouth. Well, Mark uh, Knopfler's uh, doing something nice, of course, uh, of Dire Straits. He gathered like 60 different artists together to contribute to a new charity single that will benefit teenage cancer and the Teenage Cancer Trust. And the lineup is pretty massive. He's got the likes of David Gilmore and Slash and Eric Clapton, Pete Townsend, Ronnie Wood, Brian May. Joan Jett, Nile Rogers, uh, lucky mentioning earlier, Springsteen involved. Yeah, Jeff Beck. Yeah, no, I guess he did his bit before he died. Yeah, I guess that's a little bit different because I, I watched that Greatest Night in Pop mm. uh, on Netflix. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing uh, how they pulled everyone together for one night yep. after the American Music Awards and kept them there till 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. After, you know, after the awards and all the partying that happens and that, and they kept everyone there for that cause. This, I'd imagine now, everyone just records it from their home yep. and sends it, right? Yeah, and certainly, I mean, even they, they talk about the technology of the mid-80s in that as, as they did the the production of Live Aid. And that, like, uh, there, there was no internet 
you still had to use, well, for Live Aid, anyhow, overseas operators. Yeah. You know, you, you couldn't just send a text or an email. They, they, um, the fax stuff to them. Fax, faxes were just new. So you'd have like Lionel Richie calling Kenny Rogers' office, say, and then waiting two weeks to hear back from him. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it was amazing they were able to pull it off. Sting's involved with this. Ringo Starr, his son Zach, who, by the way, I saw him drum for The Who. He's amazing. He's really good. Mm. And uh, Roger Daltrey is involved, too, playing the harmonica. The other cool thing I saw from that Greatest Night in Pop is how, uh, at one point, the artists started signing their mm. uh, their music sheets. And I just I wonder what one of those would go for now. If yeah. you had... You know, you think about some of the signatures on there, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and had all of those signatures on one piece of paper. <laughs> Nobody asked Dan Aykroyd for him. <laughs> or Al Jarreau. How he was there. Crazy. Yeah, yeah just, and he was singing in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's so skinny. He was so tiny but back I, then. I guess too. at the time though, uh, you know, people love the Blues Brothers. Yeah, and yeah. that's why he was there. Cause I never lucked on him as a singer. No. Yeah. But that was a big hit. And movie. how they couldn't get him for the special. Yeah. <laughs> he, Dan would be knocking on their door. He, uh, he was, it was funny to see him in the background. Somebody made the crack about who you're going to call and everybody laughed about that. And so, and again, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I said this when I saw it. I was so impressed with Springsteen. One, he had just come off the Born in the USA tour, mm-hmm. which was pretty huge. And he just looked like he was loving every minute. Minute of it. He's yeah. smiling and laughing. Bob Dylan looks like he doesn't even know where he is. <laughs> He's confused and lost. <laughs> so anyhow, this uh, Mark Knopfler uh, song will be out in March on the 15th. It's a remake of an instrumental he did in uh, 1983 called Going Home and All the Money Going to Teenage Cancer Trust. People uh, were sharing their sex-related injuries now, when you think about negative consequences of adult relationships, usually uh, you think of like STDs or relationship <laughs> fallout. But no, a lot of people, a lot of people getting busy and aggressive in their love making, and they're taking injuries, they're taking bruises, they're pulling muscles. They're they getting, are okay. Yeah, well, I guess they're getting back injury. They're uh, they're getting UTIs. Right. They're getting penis fractures. Whoa. Yeah. They're getting a broken penis, a stuck foreign object. <laughs> Hemorrhoids or anal tear. Oh. <laughs> and something I've never caused, vaginal tear. <laughs> well, you say you're beating the hell out of the sides, so. Uh, carpet burn, though, is the number one injury. Is it really? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah, a lot of people getting busy down on the ground. <laughs> And uh, the most hazardous position is doggy style. Oh. So just be aware of that. All right. I thought the rusty trombone was going to be a problem. <laughs> See an injury happening there. But, uh, yeah, so just listen. As, as, as the sky daddy laid out for us, missionary lights out on the bed. Apologies and tears after. And uh, many men have admitted to experiencing some kind of injury while either giving or receiving oral relations. Now, I could understand the uh, giving because maybe yes. it's just a positioning thing. But what has happened that you've suffered an injury while receiving oral pleasures? Oh, but I Painful. A bite. Yeah. Painful. Uh, less for the women. Because, you know, they're lazy in the lovemaking. <laughs> what do they got to do, really? We gotta put up all the effort. <laughs> so yeah, just uh, just watch out there, kids.
The loving is fun. Just take it easy. Yeah, no doubt. Put on your sex helmet. I mean, you shouldn't end up in emergency. No, it should never end. Up. <laughs> That's never a good sign. <laughs> For Wild Fork in Whitby, it's the godfather of the grill, Theodore Reader on the line. Teddy, how are we this morning? Oh, we are doing delicious, my friends. We're doing delicious. <laughs> Having a good day. Good, it's Teddy. A Friday. Yeah, yeah, Teddy. Well, Teddy's a bit of a media whore today. He's been in Hamilton on TV. Oh, look he, at this. He was on the TV. <laughs> now he's. Now he's I was. I was on the social yesterday. Come on! Wow! Now you're just you're yeah. still around. They didn't sell that off yesterday. <laughs> Bell didn't turn that off. <laughs> no, no, no! I made the cut. I made okay, the cut. Beautiful. Good. good. I thought, thought it would have been mid segment when you were on. Now you're just slumming it with your pallies, Craig and Lucky. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know. It, it's always good to go up, boys. It's always good to go up. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping one day that happens. Hey, listen, Ted, this is a great day all around heading into a great weekend because it's National Pizza Day. And it is said that 0% of the human race, no one says they don't like pizza. Right. Yeah, everybody likes a pizza. But um, there's been some studies done with this being natural and National Pizza Day. And what with it being Super Bowl on Sunday, we are going to be drowning in a lot of sauce and cheese over the next few days. And uh, there is uh, about over two million pizzas that are sold uh, over the uh, Super Bowl uh, weekend. And on those pizzas, uh, by far, our favorite topping are uh, pepperoni. And our least favorite is anchovy. Mm. Now, I listen, I love a pepperoni pie, but I'm a fan of the anchovy. You like an anchovy on a pie? I do like an anchovy on a pie. I do. I mm. do. I think it's pretty tasty. I would say that Lucky's already left the studio room there because he hates anchovy. <laughs> I don't He'll either. never have that on his pie. No, he wouldn't I don't even want put a chili on pepper on his pie. <laughs> He's as tame as they come. He's like, is that pepperoni spicy? And it'd be like, yes, it's a little spicy. And he'll uh, just have cheese. Do you like, I do like the sausage. I love the brisket from the joint on my pizza as well. A lot of meat or your toppings, if I could. Yes, it, it's, you know, I, I, I love a good pizza. My son is a pizza, pizza magnet. He eats pizza after pizza after pizza. I think it's a, a wonderful, a wonderful thing. Um, my friend Christian Pritchard is dead, dead against pineapple on pizza. Right. And it's moving up the list these days. More and more popular all the time, it is said, the pineapple moving up the list. I, I, I don't care either way. I'm fine with it. It doesn't matter to me. I, I, I enjoy it. it uh, we do one at the joint that's uh, a ham kielbasa and a grilled pineapple soaked in rum and then you put that on a pizza it's a pretty good pie yeah, i think i'll put pie. that on the menu this year and call it the pritchard beautiful <laughs> ted, ted would there be another underrated topping you think for pizza or sauce corn oh corn huh uh quite popular in other countries not a big thing you see here in north america uh putting corn on a pizza like a uh, roasted a corn some people do roasted corn. A lot of people just do canned corn or frozen corn kernels that they've thawed. Really? But I think uh, I, I much prefer if I put corn on a pizza. I like the canned cream corn. You season it up a bit, and hmm. you use that as your sauce. Oh, that's interesting. Right? And, and then maybe sweet. some roasted corn and chicken on that and a little drizzle of barbecue sauce. 
you're making a tasty pie. The only thing I, I really kind of would rather avoid on pizza, well, two things. One, chicken. I just find it's always dried out on a pie. And artichokes. And I got so mad at one pizza joint. That's right. I had a night to myself. I was ordering a pizza. I went in just like my dad and I used to do, like double pepperoni, double anchovy. And and I was waiting on this pizza. I was so excited for this pizza. I go pick it up. I bring it home. It's double pepperoni and it's double artichoke. I wanted to choke somebody out. <laughs> Did you call and complain? Uh, no, I just ate it. <laughs> you take it back? No, I just ate it, Ted. Oh, you you so you just ate it. Yeah. Complained and ate it. Yeah. That's what I do every and, day. And, and, I just and every take day, it. just complain. Yeah, I take it. I'm a married man. I just take it and complain. <laughs> um our favorite crust is thin and when it comes to dipping, we like the marinara best. Oh, I'm a I'm a garlic dip. I, I like agree. the garlic, creamy garlic dip. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah, I'm a, I am like the blue cheese. I like it with my wings, and I like it with my pizza. And when we were in Windsor, barbecue sauce was a big dipping thing. Well, Windsor pies are pretty tasty pies. They're amazing pies. The they are amazing pies. If you've yeah, if you've ever been down Is to Windsor, what's the? It's not like a Chicago it's, deep it's, pan thing. They're very fresh, and they're all mom and pop shops. Chains do not survive in in Windsor, and and there is when we lived in Tecumseh. There was like six pizza joints all within like a, an intersection of each other, and they were all great. They're just, mm. I don't know, they're very fresh, and they're they're just full of flavor. Uh, one is, is a Windsor pizza. Uh, they use canned mushrooms, not okay. fresh mushrooms. Okay. And the other thing is they take the pepperoni and they slice it into julienne strips. Yes. So you don't get rounds of pepperoni. You get strips of pepperoni. There's a... Uh, a friend of mine, one of my students, Gaetano, he owns a pizza place in the in the GTA called Ambassador Pizza. It's in around Bluer and Christie area of Toronto, and they do a Windsor style pizza, and he does a very good Windsor style pizza. So, if you're jonesing for that, mm. take a trip there and, and visit uh, Gaetano. He makes a good pie. Beautiful. One thing pie. I do like in the pizza now, and I've seen it a couple of places doing it, is the cheese over top of all the toppings. Mm. So it's almost like a surprise bite. You are just filthy, aren't you? Uh-huh. You're <laughs> just an evil wannabe in it. Wrapped in a cheese blanket, having yourself a good, tasty time with a slice of pie. He is going to be. Oh, you're evil! I can just see you now there at Super Bowl Sunday, watching your game wrapped up in a cheese pie. Oh, big greasy will bring it on! Yes, sir. Shoving sausage in his pie hole. All right, Teddy. If people want to talk pizza day or they want to talk Super Bowl eats and get some tips, how do they get a hold of you? You're going to find me in social media at Ted Grills. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.